0: are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out Bounds. You can catch you every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Arkansas, South Carolina tonight in basketball should be an interesting matchup, especially with the early start. My goodness, like what, 530? Pretty crazy, but still going to be an important matchup. And we're going to get a little bit more of the perspective from South Carolina as we go to the phone lines and welcome in Tim Hill of 1075. The game out of Columbia, South Carolina. Tim, really appreciate you joining us this afternoon, man. How you doing?
0: Thanks for having me. I'm trying to figure out how we're all triggered today on the trigger.
1: <laughs> well, I can tell you, there's not much at least here in Arkansas for people to be upset about because there are plenty of things going on that's really good for the Razorback basketball program, but. Looking at it from the South Carolina basketball program perspective, I know uh they have had some issues where that you know COVID head in, where they had to have some postponements and everything, and obviously there's been some struggles, but what's overall been your summary and your feeling of South Carolina basketball this season? Oh, triggered fans for sure, man. They've
0: stunk. Stunk. It makes no sense. It's the exact opposite end of the spectrum than Arkansas, right? Relatively new roster coming in for Muscleman, and they go nuts. Nine straight wins in conference play. What, first time since Scotty Thurman? Yeah. And the Gamecocks came in with a almost completely experienced roster. Frank Martin's always preaching about how guys don't get it a lot of times until they're a few years into his program, and then he knows what they are, and they know what he is, and then they can make adjustments. And they went on that Final Four run a few years ago with that kind of roster. The expectation was they were going to be a top 25 tight team this year. And, man that's been completely off outside of a couple exceptions, like their last game at Georgia the
2: other day. So what's made the difference this year going back to last year? Has it been just a case of they haven't been able to get into a rhythm so far because of some of those postponements and cancellations?
0: I'm not going to pretend like I know you. <laughs> Frank Martin doesn't know. His players don't know. Nobody knows. Uh, they certainly haven't gotten into a rhythm. The COVID issues were massive. Frank had it twice. You'll notice tonight, if you haven't seen Frank Martin since the last time Arkansas played South Carolina, you will be uh, in for a, a bit of a, a double take. We're looking at his smooth dome, no hair anymore. And he said once he started losing some, he just he wasn't going to let it hang on. He just shaved the whole thing. Uh, it's been a, uh, a really difficult year in a lot of different ways for South Carolina basketball. So uh, I, I do not have an explanation for it. I've never had an explanation for South Carolina basketball when they play well and when they don't in the Frank Martin era. That Final Four run is one of the dangest things that any of us will ever see, I think, from a few years ago. And that's been their only NCAA first in nine years now under Frank Martin. And uh, I was here listening to you guys talk to Chuck earlier. He's speculating that this might be his last year at South Carolina. I don't think Gamecock fans would be surprised if that happened. I I don't think a lot of Carolina fans would have seen that happening the end of this
1: year. Yeah, because you, you mentioned Frank Martin, and I remember when he was at Kansas State, uh, they were always an NCAA tournament team. Of course, they made it to the Elite Eight that year, and when South Carolina hired him, I'm like, wow, that's, that's pretty big time. I mean, he, if he can have success at Kansas State, he can for sure have su- success at South Carolina. And the Final Four run was great, but you mentioned nine seasons, only one NCAA tournament appearance. What's been the problem? What, what has he been missing on? That's kept his team from being a team that at least makes it to the NCAA tournament a few more times.
0: It's such a tough job, man. One out of nine is basically the average for South Carolina basketball. It's one of the, the worst Power Five programs there is. It's just. Frank Martin, in that Final Four run, became the all time winningest NCAA tournament coach in South Carolina basketball history because he won 40. Wow. That's all it took. And. His predecessor, Eddie Fogler, never won an NCAA tournament game. Dave Odom never won an NCAA tournament game. The the 2017 Final Four run was the only time in my lifetime South Carolina has won an NCAA tournament game. It is a a very difficult job. I don't think Frank knew exactly the scope of it. I think he's admitted it. He didn't quite understand the difficulty of it coming into it. And they've been close a few times. Haven't gotten the benefit of the doubt a couple of years on the NCAA tournament bubble, and then it, it is just such a difficult job to recruit to for multiple reasons. Um, it, it's kind of come to a head this year, and the Frank hasn't been able to overcome it like he has in years past, where at least they've been pretty good in SEC play, pretty good to very good, coming into this year in the last four or five years or so.
1: Okay, so I want you to elaborate on that because I've always found it fascinating about programs and and how they can win or why they can't win in college basketball because obviously Arkansas, you know, there's a lot of history there. And uh, I'm just curious because South Carolina, it it seems like if you're in the SEC and if you get that SEC money, uh, if you start winning, the support will come in. But what are some of the specific reasons as to why South Carolina is such a tough job and, in your words, one of the toughest in all Power Five?
0: Oh, man, how long did you guys show today? (laughs) We We got time. All right, number one, you're in a state that doesn't value basketball. South Carolina is football first, baseball second, basketball a distance third. Secondly, you've got a a university in South Carolina that has had its only sustained success in basketball back when they were in the ACC, right? So now you've got the ACC powers not far away at all, North Carolina, Duke obviously, Clemson in the state. You got those guys pulling against you from a recruiting standpoint. George Tech's not too far away, and then you throw in the SEC guys. Uh, Aaron Neesmith over in Charleston, uh, another guy who plays for Tennessee right now. Josiah James down in Charleston. Uh, some of the best players in the state have gone out of the state of South Carolina and stayed in the SEC. It is it's a difficult thing to understand. So you got the recruiting problem. Number one, number two, you don't have a basketball arena. You have a a concert venue that they play basketball in. It. I mean, when they fill it up, it's great. But for basketball, it's really tough to do that consistently. And obviously this year, you know, you, you got nobody in there hardly at all, and you'll see that tonight. So those two issues, along with just where you fit in the power structure from a fan standpoint, the value just isn't there unless you're making some kind of noise at the top of the conference or in postseason play. And it just has not happened consistently at all in my life so-
2: so we've seen that with football, and you mentioned the pecking order there, of course, football, baseball, basketball, a different third. But we we see that the fan base is passionate, and they show up for football games, win or lose, they're always there. Is it the same for basketball still with the fan base, or is it just the case of they have to win for the fans to show up? Yeah,
0: exactly. It's that last part for sure. And I guess another thing now pulling against Frank Martin or that he has to compete with is Don Staley has the women's program rolling and South Carolina fans see that and the uneducated amongst them say, well, if you can do it women's basketball, why can't you do it in men's basketball? But We, we know that doesn't make much sense. It's not quite that easy, but it, it is something I think that some fans at least compare the men's program to unfairly, but it, it doesn't make anybody any happier. That's for sure.
1: We'll continue our discussion with Tim Hill of 107.5 The Game here in just a second. got to tell you about rockauto.com. With the amount of increasing makes and models of vehicles, it's pretty impossible to stock all the parts you ever need at a random storefront. So why would you go through this process when you have rockauto.com, where they have the entire catalog that you can need for all different types of makes and models and all different types of car parts. It's the only place to go. It's unique and remarkably easy to navigate through their catalog. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the car parts available for your car, or truck, and write locked on in the How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the car parts you will ever need at rockauto.com. You are Locked
0: On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.
1: Well, Obviously, you don't want to ever speculate too much if someone still has a job, but since Frank Martin might be on the hot seat, maybe leaving after this year, uh, is there somebody that South Carolina fans look at and say, all right, let's go get this guy? Is there somebody realistically that they believe can come in and really help the program if this is Frank Martin's last year?
0: Not, Not a specific name out there. It was Greg Marshall for forever. Greg Marshall is from the state of South Carolina basically established Winthrop as a perennial NCAA team a couple of decades ago before going out to Wichita State. and They had the opportunity, I think, to get him at one point. It didn't go well. Um, now his uh, another guy is taking over Winthrop, at Kelsey. You might want to check out that program. He's a heck of a coach and kind of an up-and-comer, the only real name that I've, I've heard. But when you have a 45-year history of big-time coaches coming in your program and not being able to have sustained success, You're kind of fooling yourself if you think there's one guy out there who's going to come in and be that guy. I think that's where a lot of Gamecock fans are. Because don't get me wrong, I think in this process, they understand Frank Martin's a pretty dang good basketball coach. It's just that hasn't been enough to get this program anywhere close to where anybody associated with it wants it to be.
2: When this team in South Carolina has had success this year and they played well, what's been the key to that success? They match up well against Georgia, and also they were able to beat Florida. So in those games when they have played well, what's been the key to success?
0: That is a great question, Joe. You guys finally got a good question in here. About how <laughs> One guy, Jermaine no, he played well on Saturday. If he plays well, this team plays well. Alpha, he, for some reason, this, this has gone into the confusion of the year, he had a really good redshirt freshman season last year and had kind of taken over as the leader of the team. And then this year, there have been multiple issues. He has not played well, and they've had a void at leadership. And and I think Frank and his players, probably more so than some other coaches and players, they they really need a strong voice from a player standpoint to kind of balance his out, and they just hadn't had that. And Kuznard, and not being able to play well, he, and then you'll see another guard tonight that will look like a Tasmanian devil, will always fill up the stat sheets but with fouls and turnovers to go along with points, rebounds and assists, his name is Trey Hannibal. If those guys play well tonight, South Carolina can hang with Arkansas. I'm not saying they're going to beat them, but they can hang with them. And they certainly played well against Georgia. If those guys do not play well, I think Arkansas will win much one.
1: Now I always like to get this answer from uh, people that we have on the show that cover specific uh, programs in the SEC, but this has been kind of a weird conference and a weird year. Obviously, Alabama's the best South, and Arkansas's right there behind them. And then after that, you just seem like you have a bunch of teams that can't figure out really what they are. What do you make of the conference this year as a whole?
0: That it's college basketball. It's not the SEC, John. I think it's the, the entire country. When we had, what, the top 15 or 13 all-time winningest programs in college basketball a couple of weeks ago, unranked, all 13 of them, when Duke and Kentucky and North Carolina specifically been struggling like they have. I just think it's such a weird year. And man, I'm, I'm so disconnected as a fan from college basketball because I don't see those shots when games are starting of the student section going nuts and everybody, the energy in the building and the whole thing. It's you, I, I can, I can look over that in the NFL in college football, but it's, it's difficult for me to get past that in college basketball.
1: I guess that makes sense, too, because, you know, you see a lot of the Blue Blood programs that are struggling. And I guess that's maybe why a team like Arkansas and the fans here, they feel like, hey, this this might be their year to kind of make a run a little bit once they get to the NCAA tournaments, because you don't have to worry about, uh, you know, these big teams that are just unstoppable, at least in the Blue Bloods. You have some good teams like Gonzaga and Baylor. But I don't know. I feel like the NCAA tournament, this could be a, a nice setup year for a lot of different teams out there that maybe not used to making runs could possibly make runs because of that fact.
0: If you know who you are, if you have an identity as a team this year in college basketball, I feel like you're so far ahead of the game. And I thought South Carolina would have had that coming in with experience. Instead, it's been the exact opposite. Yeah, Arkansas clearly has figured it out, though, with nine straight in conference.
1: We'll continue our discussion with Tim Hill here in just a segment. First, betonline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college, basketball, and NHL are still going on. And betonline.ag has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and is the best place to place your bets, as well as it's free to sign up. So head to the website right now or use your mobile device and sign up today at betonline.ag and receive 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code LOCKED ON. That's right, promo code LOCKED ON. You'll get 50% off your welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts.
0: Locked on Razorbacks, the Daily
1: Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. Last one before what you get out of here, Tim. I always want to talk a little football because we all know football is king in the SEC. South Carolina had a lot of changes. Obviously, Shane Beamer coming in as the new head coach, and somebody that also added the staff's Razorback fans were upset. Justin Stepp was a huge get for them, uh, especially. But uh, what's it looking like for on the horizon for South Carolina football, not only this upcoming season, but for seasons to come under Shane Beamer?
0: I think it's just been a nice breath of fresh air. And it always is when you change coaches to some degree. But having gone from Will Muschamp and all the baggage he brought with him from Florida after Steve Spurrier, it it was I think a lot of gamecock fans uh, had Muschamp behind the eight ball even before he started. And even though he went 9 and 4 in year number 2, it, 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 they were expecting things to go poorly and they obviously did. Nobody knows that Shane Beamer is going to be a heck of a head coach. Uh, is he going to be Chad Morris or is it going to be Sam Pittman? in the FBC? We don't know. But I do know that he understands the specific requirements of the South Carolina job, having been on Steve Spurrier's staff for three years. He understands what a head coach needs to be by the example his dad set for him his entire uh, growing up age, his entire first couple of decades on the planet. So he does have a couple of advantages. Now he's going to have to do a heck of a rebuilding job because that, that program is, is at one of the lowest points I've seen it. I saw 21 straight losses when I went to school back at South Carolina too back in the day. So I, I've seen some bad football for South
1: Carolina. Yeah, I, well, I can tell you this. He won't be Chad Morris because I don't think he can hit any worse than that guy. I mean, that, that, was, uh, that was a brutal time. But Razorback fans know how it feels over there at South Carolina. Sometimes the right guy can make the difference. And who knows, maybe Shane Beamer is that guy, but uh, it should be enjoyable. Tim, we appreciate you hopping on with us, man. Enjoy the game tonight and enjoy the rest of the season. And uh, I'm sure we'll be catching up with you later down the road.
0: Hope I got you guys triggered. Oh, Michael.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we appreciate it, man. Thanks, guys. Well, appreciate everybody listening into the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at Buzz John Neighbors for any questions, comments, concerns you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.
0: You are Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.